Welcome to A Flame for Christ, homilies to set your heart on fire with love for Jesus Christ. My name is Father Joseph Gill, priest of the Diocese of Bridgeport, Connecticut, and Merry Christmas. You've joined us on this Christmas homily. Back in the early 1800s, a small community of Catholics moved up to Goshen, New York, which at that time was quite the middle of the nowhere. It was kind of a backwoods, and you know they'd see a priest only occasionally, maybe every four to six weeks, as the priest would have to ride horseback among the many hamlets in the Catskills, some of which were hundreds of miles away. However, they were thrilled to finally have the priest coming for Christmas Midnight Mass in 1847. It was the first time that their little parish church would have a Mass on Christmas. And even though they were not a big congregation, they did the best they could to beautify the church with decorations, candles, and a small handmade manger scene. They all looked forward to the beauty of that Mass. But then it started to snow and snow, and a blizzard blew in from the north, covering the village with feet of snow. And the people were heartbroken. They knew that the priest would be unable to come for Mass because of this high snow. So nevertheless, despite their disappointment, they tried to make the best of a bad situation, and they decided they were going to gather in the church at midnight to pray and sing hymns as best as they could, even if they couldn't have Mass. So the people gathered a few minutes before midnight when something quite surprising happened. The bell was rung, and all of a sudden, from the sacristy, which is where the priest prepares for Mass, a priest that they didn't recognize stepped forth, and he began the Mass. And the people were overjoyed, and they started to just pour out their hearts to God in gratitude. It was truly one of the most amazing, sacred, solemn Masses they had ever assisted at. And when Mass was over, the priest went back in the sacristy to unvest, and the people waited for the priest to come back out just to thank him and to greet him. But as they waited and waited and waited, no priest appeared. So they thought this was rather curious. So they went into the sacristy, and he wasn't there. So they opened the back door, and there were no footprints in the snow. People were absolutely in awe. This priest was clearly a miracle of some sort, whoever it was. And it was a true miracle that was actually witnessed by dozens. And they were so overjoyed that they got to celebrate Mass that Christmas. You know, the word Christmas itself comes from the Old English for Christ Mass. It really is a holiday that's primarily focused around the Mass and the Eucharist, not the department store Santa and the fruitcake and the Bing Crosby songs. You know, consider the connections between Christmas and the Eucharist, right? Christ was born in the town of Bethlehem, a town whose name means house of bread, Bethlehem. He who was the true bread from heaven was laid in a manger, a feeding trough. It's as if he was already making the point that he would be giving us his flesh to eat in the Holy Eucharist. Consider further the vulnerable love that we see both in the Eucharist and in the divine infant in the manger. You know, in both cases, God purposely makes himself small and defenseless. He wants so desperately to be near us that he's willing to hide his glory and place himself at our mercy. You know, he desires to be one of us. The fact that he desired to be one of us led to him taking flesh and his desire to be one with us leads to him to taking the appearance of bread although it is truly his body just as he was willing to risk rejection loneliness and suffering while living on earth so he's willing to stay in our tabernacles night and day alone and forgotten because of his burning love to be close to his people so as we look at this beautiful manger scene and perhaps you have one in your house never forget that the same Jesus Christ, God made man, is not just a figure constrained to history. No, he is truly alive today, not just in some distant heaven, 
But in every tabernacle, in every Catholic church throughout the world, at every Mass in the Eucharist, never has it been more fitting to sing that Christmas song, O come, let us adore him. Yes, the angels and the shepherds and the magi came to adore him 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem. But tonight and every day, we have the privilege of adoring him truly present in the Eucharist every time we come to Mass. Because even when it's not Christmas, it's always Christ's Mass. Mass. 